0: Your paradigm is about to shift at the intersection of fact and reason. You're entering Kingston country. I'm Dan Kingston, and you're listening to the Dan Kingston Podcast. The World Health Organization silenced doctors from recommending travel restrictions. This happened on January 30th in Geneva, Switzerland. It's not known exactly who silenced these recommendations over at WHO. But we do know that they were silenced. Medical doctors were silenced. These medical doctors were recommending for travel restrictions at the height of the coronavirus spread. Director General of the World Health Organization, Tedros, strongly advised against travel restrictions. If you remember saying that restrictions can have the effect of increasing fear and stigma. That was from Director General of the World Health Organization in early February, saying that travel restrictions, again, have the effect of increasing fear and stigma. Who was it over at the World Health Organization that overruled medical doctors that were suggesting, recommending, advising the travel restrictions because COVID-19 was spreading fast? And it was spreading fast in China. There was fear it was going to spread fast around the world. But the bureaucrats over at the World Health Organization, the administrators, the officials, the globalists, the bloodsucker globalists in charge, uh, the bloodsucking globalists in charge, rather, um, there's many, many of them. I don't want to blame this on one single person, although Director General Tedros is uh is one of those globalists? Is he a bloodsucker? I don't know, but he's apparently very corrupt. He has a history of corruption of covering up, uh, previous infections that uh, happened uh, uh in the past. So uh, this guy is not a squeaky clean uh, wheel, okay, uh, or whistle or or whatever you call it. He's uh a little bit uh, crooked, by all accounts, and so. You might remember they were asking Fauci, Fauci commended Tedros. And so that was a, a, an eyebrow razor. Why is Dr. Fauci commending the director general of the World Health Organization and refusing to call him out? Uh, so there's that. But of course, what do you expect from Fauci? We hold him up on this pedestal. Uh, everybody does on the right, on the left. Everybody seems to have this fascination with Dr. Fauci. Oh, don't attack Fauci. Oh, Fauci is looking out for the best of us. I don't trust Fauci. I don't trust anybody that would say that this director general of who is a stand-up character because by all accounts, he is not a stand-up character. Um, And he's more like a politician than than any kind of uh, medical director. So it wasn't until late February the World Health Organization changed their position, finally came around in late February. Uh, but yet yet again, as I reported, as has been reported widely now, the World Health Organization silenced their own doctors from recommending travel restrictions on January 30th. Well, I mean, what harm did this have? You could, You could say, well, you know, who cares? According to Mount Sinai, a very respected medical hospital. The majority of coronavirus cases in New York were due to travel from Europe. Again, the majority of coronavirus cases in New York were due to travel from Europe. Who is directly responsible? The World Health Organization is directly responsible for advising against what we now know would have been a life-saving policy to halt worldwide travel how many lives could have been saved? Hundreds, hundreds of lives presumably could have been saved. Now, I want to go look at the timeline. A lot's being made of the timeline, how Trump uh, was slow to react, how he wasn't uh, taking it seriously from the beginning. We know that that's a bunch of uh, bullshit, that Trump was very concerned with China from the beginning and very concerned with this virus from the beginning, but if you don't uh, take, uh, believe me, you don't have to take my word for it, we can just look at the timeline, we can look at who was making light of coronavirus and who was taking it seriously. On January 29th, NPR ran a piece by Alison Aubrey titled, Worried About Catching the New Coronavirus? In the U.S., Flu is a Bigger Threat. That was January 29th, NPR. Then January 31st, 2020, Trump issues an order blocking travel from China against World Health Organization recommendations. And remember, we now know that the WHO had silenced their own medical doctors uh, advising for travel restrictions. But Trump didn't know that. Trump trusted his gut, which said, we got to shut down travel. Because we have a virus spreading potential to spread around the world. Now, when Trump issued those travel restrictions, he was soundly criticized by the World Health Organization, by China, by CNN. In fact, everybody on the left was criticizing Trump. But on January 31st, the day that Trump did issue that executive order stopping travel from China, CNN runs an article. As the coronavirus spreads, fear is fueling racism and xenophobia. So uh, uh, instead of covering the uh, great decision by Trump to block travel from China, CNN runs a story about racism and xenophobia. That's where CNN was on January 31st. And on January 29th, NPR was talking about how the flu is a bigger threat than coronavirus. Okay, Trump's acting alone here against the mainstream media. On February 3rd, Chinese Communist Party spokesman says even American media and experts doubted the government's decision, saying that the U.S. government's restrictions on China are precisely what the uh, who rejects. The U.S. is turning from overconfidence to fear and overreaction. February 3rd from the Chinese Communist Party questioning President Trump, looking at American media and American experts doubting President Trump and citing those experts and those media figures against against the president. They're using us against us. That's what China's all about. On February 4th, the director of WHO says, we reiterate our call to all countries not to impose restrictions that unnecessarily interfere with, with international travel and trade such restrictions can have the effect of increasing fear and stigma with little public health benefit and yet we now know that it would have saved hundreds and hundreds of lives in just in New York by the way we don't know around the world thousands of lives would have been saved just in New York hundreds and hundreds of lives would have been saved if they weren't so worried about their globalist uh, bureaucracy, their globalist policies, their globalist new world order fantasies, utopia, dreams of a utopia, a communist utopia that's impossible. It's impossible to achieve. It's only barely possible to to comprehend what kind of uh, uh, fallacy, what kind of a unicorn they have in their minds. We're all just going to, lock arm in arm, and become one giant, one world order government. And, and you know, uh, civil liberties, individual liberties, none of that matters. None of that matters because we're all going to do it for the greater good. On February 5th, CNN runs an article continuing to downplay the threat of coronavirus. The article is titled, Report That Said Wuhan Coronavirus Can Spread Before Symptoms Was Flawed. Now we know, of course, it spreads through asymptomatic transmission. The number of asymptomatic uh, infected individuals is ridiculously high. Nobody still knows the the full number, but it's it's really, right now it's being reported 20, 30, 40, 50, even 50% of infections of people infected might be asymptomatic and still able to spread the disease. Yet February 5th. CNN says report that Wuhan coronavirus can spread before symptoms was flawed. And by the way, on February 5th, I don't know if you caught it, they're calling it the Wuhan coronavirus. CNN is. This is all out there on the public record. You can Google it. You can see it. CNN, they have their articles out there still. I know they do change some of them and rewrite some of them and change the, the titles on some of them to make them look good. But I, I guess they just uh, some of them slipped through the cracks. They didn't get to changing all their news speak. Some of it's still left there on the record. And uh, maybe some of this will get taken down. But right now, it's clear NPR and CNN were downplaying the threat of coronavirus and they were criticizing the president for the travel restrictions, as was who. So, look, they silenced their own doctors from recommending border controls. They sided with China. The World Health Organization did. They they criticized President Trump. Of course, their funding is going to be at risk. What were they expecting? And shouldn't it be at risk? Shouldn't their funding get cut? If it's a political organization, well, we have enough of those. We were expecting them to be more than that. We didn't expect them to side with China, to side with. They're not a communist country, no, no. It's it's a capitalist laced communism with a side of Nazi. That's who the World Health Organization chose to side with, and there are punishments. There's repercussions for that. Because of that, their funding is going to get cut, and I don't have a problem with it. Do you? Kingston Country, you've been listening to the Dan Kingston podcast.